Welcome to the first ever Square and the Round podcast with Chris Kelly and B.B. Shea. B.B. Shea, good to see you. Good to see you as well, man. How's it going? I almost wanted to call this the 50-30 podcast because I'm in my 50s and you're in your 30s. Yeah. And we've known each other how long now? Seven, eight years, I think. I was going to say seven or eight months. Weird. <laughs> anyway, somebody had the idea, let's do a podcast, which we've never done, mm-hmm. but uh, we, you know, we enjoy working together. So here we are, and we called it the square and the round because my personality is total square. Yes. As Quentin Tarantino did in Pulp Fiction. Just like that. 90 degree square, angles. Square, right? And you have a perfectly round head. The, yes. That's what people notice about you is your perfectly round head. And then just before we went on, you said, you know, I think it would be a good idea to have me as a millennial, meaning yourself, yeah. as a millennial, ask a question of a guy who is a – now, I'm Gen X. Yeah. So what is the question? That's very intriguing to me because we do have an age difference. Yeah. What is the question? So I want to know. So, you know, when were you kind of in your prime – no, I don't want to say in your prime, but, like, when do you think you came online and you were like <laughs> – well, any day now. Any day now. I was thinking, like, when was when 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 do you think you were in like your okay? This is like the the middle of my life. This is where I'm really taking everything in. Yep. Maybe like eighty, late eighties, early nineties, something. Yeah, that's like that. my. Well, yeah, late eighties is my really. I loved. I mean, I was high school, college. I really enjoyed that time. You know, I'm always like looking back at that time. Yeah. With such nostalgia. That's why I think that the nostalgic television shows and movies from the 80s do so well, and music from sure. the 80s, Stranger Things, that kind of thing, yeah. because there's so many people like me who are streamers now and Gen X who remember that time with a fondness. Uh, that time, you know, I'm always, I hate to do this old man thing, but it's like, what you remember a youth as being better probably than yeah. it really was no i think that's the case everything everybody feels that way it, uh, it, yeah. they do and i feel like that time was just a f- phenomenal time for everything right now i think like my kids my son my daughter who are 18 and 14 it's like it, all the answers are too easy for them you know it's yeah. right there on the phone they have it at all times you really have no excuse to say i don't know exactly and yet they do all the time yes <laughs> My son, <laughs> let me say this, my, yeah. my son who is 18, and I just read this, this is interesting, that people who are just out of college, my son's just out of high school, but people who are just out of college now, when they go into work for a corporation, they're now being trained, and this was in the Wall Street Journal, they're being trained on how to make eye contact, how to send the proper email, that yeah. kind of thing. Like they're not even paying attention to anything or anybody around them. And a lot of their schooling, their high school years were over Zoom because it was a pandemic. Sure. So they literally don't know how to make eye contact with other people. And I thought, my God, have we gotten to that point? That's unfortunate. But my son, now he's going into college. Yeah. All right. Now here's, I want your opinion on this. Sure. His uh, roommate was just assigned. He's going to go to East Carolina University. And his roommate was just assigned and he doesn't know him. This, he's the guy, the kids from, you know, two hours away or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so we got the assignment the other day and all we got were the parents' names, the kids' name, and the kids' email address that goes through East Carolina yeah. University. So we told my son, email him, set it up, give him your phone number so he can call you or text you, and maybe you'll be there at the same time for an orientation. We can meet up, all that kind of thing. Well, my son's like, oh, God, no, no. <laughs> so it was like, well, why? why? No, don't you want to – he's like, I don't – nobody does that. Nobody does that. And I thought – but you're going to be living with this person literally in a month. You're going there to live. Yeah. Wouldn't you like to at least see him or talk to him before and know what he's like? Because a lot of times when you do your roommate thing, you say, I want a non-smoker. Sure. And this and that. 
So, fi- so my wife finally laid down the law and said, well, you got to do it by this Sunday or I'm going to do it for you in my speak. And we told him what to write. We were like, hey, it's great to hook up. You want to get it? And he just wrote, hi, my name is so-and-so, <laughs> and here's my number. Okay. So. Sure. So, yeah. All right. The kid texts him, and the kid says to him, sup, bro. <laughs> So he's just like him. Yeah, they're going to fit in perfectly. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I said to my son, we'll write him back and say, hey, it's great. to I can't wait to meet you in person and looking forward to the East Carolina experience. And when are you there for orientation? So I told him, my son said, what should I write? And I told him everything. And he wrote back, all good, bro. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. So that's where, they, that's where they left it. Yeah. And I said, is there any, can we do anything more than this? And he said, no, he didn't want, he just, he's like, I'll just meet him the day I meet him. On the, and I said, fine. Now then yesterday, an interesting development, this, and how would you handle this as a father? Yeah. And you're not a father not yet. Even you're close. young. No, not, even no close. Not, not there. Uh, the kid texts my son and said, do have to ask you one thing, bruh. And I thought, oh, okay, okay. Right. And I said, okay. And so he wrote, my son writes back. Okay. What? And he goes, do you smoke weed or mind someone who does smoke weed? <laughs> so uh, i thought yeah. okay yeah um let me have his number <laughs> <laughs> i need to plug is need maybe plug. there's that right is there a little something yeah. uh need a little hookup you know <laughs> but uh i said huh what are you how are you going to answer that yeah. and so he wrote him back and said well i don't but i know people who do and i thought this was a real win in parenting that my son even told me about this. Do yeah. you think so? No, I definitely think so because yeah. he could have easily just kept that from of you. Of course. And, you know, if he wants to dabble, then he knows he does. And he could That's say, right. hey, man, That's let's, right. you know, do a little something. So my son writes back, I don't, but I have no problem if you do. Yeah. And I said, now now my wife and my son and I were all like, well, do you think maybe he's making sure you don't because he doesn't want to be with anybody who smokes weed? But I thought, no, he probably smokes weed. Yeah, I, obviously. You know, I think it's more uh, acceptable mm-hmm. now. Don't you? I think it's a lot more accepted, don't especially you? in college, because this is the time when you're supposed to be experimenting. I'll tell you something. I wish I'd done it more in college. I'm telling you, man. <laughs> I am telling you. I mean, I discovered it late in college. And mm-hmm. when I did, oh, my God. It I missed out on some prime time Me smoke too. sessions, Me too. Man. Do you know the... Fr- I've told this before on our radio show, but the first time I ever saw it, I was playing poker. I was about 16 and some 18 year olds invited me to play poker after work and they started lighting up the bong. And I was like, oh my God, this is what What I've heard. No, I've heard about it. Nancy Reagan told us about it. That's the the age difference. Nancy Reagan used to do a thing called just say no. And I took it to heart and I did. And it passed right by me. And it's like, oh my God. But then when I got to college, someone did introduce it to me. And the first time I had it, I was like, holy cow. And I think... My son has not done that, but I'm, but I think he probably will now because yeah. it'll be all around him. Absolutely, know? yeah. Because be- where I was, I had a lot of people around me that smoked constantly. Yeah, and I never did. It was never my thing. Good for you. But I would drink. Yeah. The first time I ever did it, I was blackout drunk. Well, were and you? I, yes, and I bet myself. Yeah. Like I'm like, yeah, I'll smoke it. Yeah. Give me the, give me that, give me that pipe. I'll smoke that right. thing. Yeah. So I hit it and. Five minutes later, I thought I was dying. No, you didn't. I thought I was on death's door. You didn't like the No, I did not like it. Well, I think really it, it was the cross buzz. Yeah. So I was laying in my bunk bed, and I was crying. <laughs> I was sobbing uncontrollably, and I had my roommate. I was like, I need you to hold my hand, bro. I was like, I'm going to die, bro. And he goes, shut up. You'll be okay. Yeah, what a nice yeah. experience. Though. And so, you know, I've tried it since then with better experiences. Yeah. But well, the first time I did it, it was just like the greatest. I couldn't believe it. I mean, to me, it beats – it's beats drinking hands down i 100 percent agree uh, and it's so easy 
Yes. And we, now there's no, like he just, he texted him about it. He's yeah, like, yeah. do you do it? The guy, the kid, his roommate says, don't worry. I have, um, odor resistant or I have, uh, smell free containers where he puts it in a container okay. and he can't smell it. Yeah. He's, I'm going to be really respectful of you, bro. And that kind of stuff. So now we know. And then my wife's like, we should tell his parents. And I said, oh, no, no, no. We're not, not going to. Don't that. get involved with that. Uh, that's you know? a slippery slope right there. It's college. There. I mean, yeah. it's college. I have no problem if that kid does. I'd have, you know, prefer my son not to do it his freshman year. Sure. would be nice. But, you know, I'm not that naive to think that he won't. Yeah. But I was really stunned that he brought it up to him so openly like that, you know? Like, yeah. Because what you said is right. It's much yeah. more. Well, I mean, you know, that's the difference between the generations. You know, mm-hmm. like you said, Nancy Reagan was on TV. Don't, yeah. Hey, don't do this. And right. now it's like. Eh, whatever. Well, it's legalized. Yeah, in half it's the legalized state. now. People don't care. People just do it out in the open. Exactly. It's legal in half the states. And right, they do it. I, the, I'll tell you, I I caught a kid here. This is about oh, probably probably fourteen or fifteen years ago. And I came back from a beach trip, and the kid who was the boss's son was in his car, and I was picking up my car <laughs> yeah. here at the station. And the and I saw plumes of smoke coming out of the car, and I was like, "Oh my god!" So what I wanted to say was, "Give me some." But I can't do that. I cannot no. do that. You know, that's that's not something because I had a little reputation to uphold. Sure, but I do. I agree, and I think that I and my son was like, "Well, at least I know he's not like some loser." You know, I, I he's not a uh, what did he call it? Some sort of geek or what? You know, yeah, just, exactly. So he's not. He has actually done something. You yeah, know, he this is or this is it's normal, I guess, for him to be doing that. Is he looking forward? to meeting him has he made any more effort other no, than that to no. try to get to it meet doesn't him? seem like he's looking forward to it at all and i get it that he doesn't know him but it's just like my god don't you and it turns out they did do a little more texting they're going to be there's an orientation there in two weeks my wife's taking i can't but yeah. my wife's taking for an overnight thing and he's going to be there at the same time so they're going to meet at nice. that time okay my son chose the school because there's a raisin canes restaurant <laughs> in the that turned out he, he confided yeah. to me about later. Uh, you know, he was down between a few schools. And one of them, I, I went to Appalachian yeah. State University, so I was pushing him that way. But he really liked East Carolina. And the primary reason now, it turns out, years, you know, months later, is it has a Raisin Cane's chicken joint in the student I union. get it. I heard the sauce was Oh, my God. Immaculate. Well, apparently. I've never been, ju- but I heard the sauce is worth it. Apparently, it's fantastic. So he's saying, hey, sorry, Dad. I can't ha- ha- yeah. hang on to your legacy. Right. They yeah. have a Raisin Cane's yeah, yeah. in Appalachian. Wouldn't doesn't. you think? Yeah, Appalachian doesn't have anything yeah. like that. Wouldn't you think that he would have based it on something other than that? But no, he uh, he went for the sauce and he went for the raisin canes. Now you asked me that question about uh, now I've almost forgot. Oh, when my, my prime time was? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I would say late eighties, early nineties, and it was you. a good time to be in prime time, in my opinion. Okay, you know. But now I, I've, you know, and and another thing is about I heard this the other day. You can look at the past. Don't stare at the past. But I think I do too much staring at that time. I have the same issue. Yeah. I have the same issue. Do you, and, even as young as you yeah, are. Yeah, even even so. Like, mm. especially in my college years, I'm like, I'm not super far removed from that. Right. And that was an important time in my life. And yeah. now I'm thinking about it constantly. Are you? I try not to. I try not to dwell Well, here on you are, it. 30. Yeah. But I'll tell you, the world, and we were talking about this the other day, it's changed so much from when I was that age, 18, 19, 22, when I got out of college, I could get a job and make a living wage. Mm-hmm. I could work, you know, and pay for an apartment, 
My apartment, my first apartment was $415 a month as a one-bedroom. That's incredible. <laughs> well, I know you... Oh, my God. Well, it was $415. I'd be flexing on everybody if I paid $450 right. a month. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. Come on. And you... But I see you, and I also... Re- I mentioned this to you. I read this article that said that uh, people of your generation... Gen Z, or you're millennial. I'm a millennial, right? Yeah, yeah. Are no longer hanging out with anybody older because people who are even ten years older have more money, and you have to get away from them in order to not try and keep up with them and spend all that money. That's fair. It's really a bad time, I think. Yeah, for you. Because, it's a... what what can be done? Because I think uh, I made okay when I started out of college, I made eighteen thousand dollars a year, mm-hmm. and my Apartment was four hundred and fifteen dollars. This is nineteen ninety three four. Yeah, and I and my apartment was four hundred and fifteen dollars a month, and I made eighteen thousand dollars a year, and I made it work. You know, I had yeah, a, yeah, yeah. and I could go out and oh, the women I was showing off. That's what I'm saying, That's man. That's right. You know, all yeah. the time. But I could make it work. But now I don't think, and I know that salaries have not kept up with prices because a one bedroom apartment now is how much? Fifteen hundred, twelve hundred, fifteen hundred. No. Yes, you'd be surprised. No. Yes. I thought you were going to say eight. No, maybe, but you don't want to live there. So it, so based on the fact that if my $400 apartment is now, let's say, let's even say $1,200. Sure. That's, yeah. that's three times. So I you need to make $54,000 a year starting out. And people that's aren't. Pretty, yeah. No. And you're not doing that. No. That's the problem. That is out. the whole, that, to me, as you look over like uh, inflation, which is tough. And of course, the country's divided and there's all these, you know, all the political problems yeah. and everything we have. That is the uh, big part of it is that so many, so few people now have a ton of money. Then there are a lot of people on the bottom, and that middle class is just gone. Well, I mean, you know, the thing about it is, is we grew up watching people like yourself live that American dream. That's the dream. You work hard, you get a house, you get a family. And like, that's not attainable at this point in my life. And it's kind of unfortunate because we grew up watching it, you know, reaching for it. And now it's just getting farther and farther out of reach. That's what it should be. Yeah. And it's kind of, it's kind of, uh, it sucks. And it's a weird thing. You know, you know how I, how, how do we fix that? Where does that, because America is, I mean, I do believe in this. America is a place where you should be able to get out of college Get a job. The harder you work, you know, you have the attainability of the American dream, and it's it's harder and harder now. I do yeah. think that wealth is going to the top, and it's very difficult for you to do it. And I do like the fact that in America you can, um, you know, it's it's so much about what you put in, you should get right. out. Yeah, but it's not working anymore. No, it's not. Not and, like it used to. Anyway. And, it, and it's weird, especially on social media, seeing people younger than me like mm-hmm. out living in like yes. fame, like fancy places and stuff like that. Is it because they are become like social media influencers <laughs> yeah, I think that's and all what that? It is. But and if you're not one of those lucky few, yeah, then you have a problem. Yeah, you're just struggling. Yeah. Now you will be because of this podcast. I hope so. <laughs> that's what I mean. And once people see you, they're gonna yeah. go, "My God, you should." be the model you <laughs> the square head. You'll, you'll be modeling clothing yes. of course for everybody but it has become and i read uh this is about uh expense as well i was just talking about this uh, a couple of days ago that disney for a family of four has become so unaffordable it's like how do you do it you know I go. How, how can you do it and for someone like you who's 30 years old is social security going to hold out exactly and you're living with your parents it's, it's hard to be excited about the future it is it is know. it is difficult now how do you fix that well if you were running for president what would you do about that See, i'm the wrong person to ask there bro i can't I mean, just give me more money i guess i, I guess well, that's the weird thing to say you know my idea now i stole this from an episode of west wing <laughs> okay Ever watch west wing never saw it heard great i'm a big aaron sorkin fan so that's a great show it's yeah. one of my all-time favorites now i'm not a liberal but that is a it's a pretty liberal show yeah but one of their episodes which i really like is 
is about uh, education. And they would say this all the time is like education, they would call it the silver bullet, where if I think, and I don't know how in the world you would do this, but let if every single public school in America was really fantastic. I mean, and every, no matter if I'm from uh, a rich gated community in Los Angeles versus the poorest part of Los Angeles, we both, I go to school at the rich place and you go to school at the poor place, but our schools are going to be the same because yeah. the teachers are making huge money. Sure. If they paid them all and they really, then everybody has the same opportunity. There's no need for private school. And then we all really do for 18 years, you get your shot at, I'm going to go to school and get a great education just as you are. And then once I get out, I can go to college and then I'm on equal footing at 22 years old. Does that, would that do it? You know, they call that, they said then that solves the problem of, a lot of crimes because yeah. pe- kids stay off the streets. A lot of um, uh, bullying because, again, the teachers are making $250,000 a year, all of them. True. Yeah. And we put our money into that rather than other stuff. And as far as money goes in the government, it seems like we just print it at will anyway. You know, so it's that like. That seems to be the case, right? Yeah. I mean, exactly. you know, that, that very well could work. I don't know. Maybe we need to start electing people who care yeah. yes. more so about the future. I don't know. Yeah, but we never do. But as far as we need the money now. And the politicians. Yeah, well, yeah. And the politicians. Oh God, this is such a. Yeah. I mean, it's been said a million <laughs> times, but. Uh, and you just said it the other day. The politicians, all they do is they care about their own jobs and their own money and yeah. themselves, and they don't seem to care nearly as much as they should about it. I'm going too liberal on this. Well, I'm okay. going too liberal. Yeah, and I, we I could, shouldn't be. We could discuss politics all day. But here, here was the question I wanted to ask. Yes. So, you know, being— Well, you haven't even asked your question I, yet. Well, <laughs> <laughs> you, we started this with you. Well, you haven't even asked it yet. Is, but no, How I, interesting. So I was yeah. going to say is, mm. you know, from— I know, 90s till now, yes. you know, when you were kind of in your prime, yeah. what has been the technological advance or thing that's popped up that's made you really go, wow, this is incredible? Mm-hmm. And what's one thing from the past that mm-hmm. you wish you could bring back that was still relevant uh, and around today? Oh, what a great question. Because, you know, I was, I, rem- I always remember the internet being around. Oh, you do? Yes. Even though mm-hmm. I was born in 92, yeah. it was always kind of just there. Yeah, it started, okay, I remember the internet from the early 90s, 94 or so. And uh, when somebody told me about it, uh, and I used it for the first time, I went on to whatever.com. And I even then thought, it's not that that big a deal. But then it's, you know, so it sort of gradually became, oh, a big deal. And I remember the day somebody told me, I was looking for the answer on something. And I was asking Jeeves. You know, ask Jeeves. I I did do ask Jeeves. Uh, Terrible, terrible invention. (laughs) That's one I wish had never. That was an awful, awful thing. (laughs) Nice guy. Just didn't get the job. But a coworker said, try this. Type in the word uh, www.google, G-O-O-G-L-E. And I did it. And it was like, okay, that's. And now look at Google. My God, the artificial intelligence and stuff they're going there. I I mean the internet maybe but I uh, would almost say the smartphone more so than the internet. Yeah. Even, of course the internet led to the smartphone, but I think it the smartphone is such a double-edged thing because I use it so much for the convenience of it mm-hmm. and yet I loathe seeing for instance my son or somebody just staring at it or scrolling through TikTok all day because I think it's such a brain suck. Yeah, Don't I you agree. Think? I'm the same way. Mm-hmm. I often find myself going like I need to get away from this. Yeah. But then again, I also take a step back and i go what an amazing thing we oh have. my god yes this is such a cool thing that of we course. get to get to use but everything we just talked about about the uh, economic uh wage gap and so forth where you're not 
my time was easier to get a job. Let's say the internet hadn't been invented. Let's say it just stayed. Mm. You read the newspaper, you listened to the radio, you watched television. And I used to, like, like, of course, I remember my young days when I was 10, 12, 18 years old. That's what we did. You know, we went to school. We only knew the people we were with. We never, you read the paper. That was yeah. it. I think the wage gap would not be nearly as big. I don't as think so either. Now, there wouldn't yeah. be nearly as much wealth. No. No way. Because I mean, look at... I mean, look at all the people who get wealthy. The opportunities that the internet has afforded the economy has been fantastic. But if you don't take advantage of that, like I watch, you know, I watch uh, Shark Tank all the time. Sure. You know that. Oh, my God. I just stumbled on Love the show. Do you? I'm I'm a Shark Tank fanatic. I didn't know about it. I mean, I've heard about it for years. My wife, two months ago, said, you should watch Shark Tank. And I said, okay. It's just amazing. It's an incredible show. Who's your favorite shark? God, I'm torn between them. I love them all. Yeah. I really, probably Mark Cuban, but yeah. I am so torn. I feel bad for the other ones. I feel like a lot of people he's, get on they there. Be they want to be with Mark Cuban. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, he's, he makes he's the, the most face, deals. For sure. Uh, I really like um, Mr. Wonderful, the yeah, guy. I, I think he's great. I do too. I, I think they're too. all really good. I'm a big Barb guy. I love Barb. I love Barbara. Do you know what Mr. Wonderful said once to Barbara? <laughs> no. That I thought was, well, he wasn't, she wasn't there, but somebody came on with like a, uh, and you know, if you don't know Shark Tank, it's like they come on with an invention and they try to make a deal where one of these billionaires gives them money for their company. Yeah. But anyhow, uh, somebody came on with a new and improved broom that would do like, it was a, it would vacuum as well, but it was a broom and uh, they brought on old school brooms. And at the end of it, Mr. Wonderful said, do you mind if I keep that broom? I need one of these new every six months or so for Barbara's transportation. <laughs> <laughs> Is that That's a family good. letter? Well, that That's was hilarious. Good. Great line. But I love, I love that show. But now, and I see inventions all the time. I'm like, damn, I wish I had thought of that. But now I think everything new is on the phone. You know, yeah. it's like it's like you can't. How do you create a new video game or anything electronic? It's always the phone. I, there was a fantastic invention years ago. I thought it was really great. If you're at a um, concert or something at a coliseum or a football stadium mm-hmm. and you park in row C spot twelve, you'd take a picture of it, or it, you know, you'd say into your device, you'd say yeah. row C spot twelve, because later you then you could find your car. Well, now of course the the cell phone did away with all that. The smartphone did away with that. Yeah, the Garmin devices, all of those 100%. things, just gone. They just oh, get wiped out. I don't know where anything is. No, I'm I know. so reliant oh, know. on GPS course, on my yeah. phone now. Oh, that's my I don't s- have to pay attention to anything. My son said to me the other day. In olden times, that's what he calls it when I was young. <laughs> he says, in olden times, yeah. how did you get around? And I was like, what do you mean? Somebody just told you, go three miles, turn left on Jones Street, look for the Chick-fil-A, turn right. And he's like, oh, my God. I mean, he was, he was like, <laughs> that's how, stressful to think about. How could you? Oh, how could you possibly do that? It's like my biggest thing is when people yell numbers at me. And you, you don't know? like that. It's like, you ever been to such and such? I'm like, yeah. no. It's you know, the corner like 158 and 380. Yeah. I'm like. No, yeah. I don't know any of these numbers, man. It is down the street from 64. I'm like, I don't yeah. know. It I, I think we might be better off if they'd never. If they'd never See, brought, if, yeah, if, I agree. I mean, I do. I think that. And I used to have to remember people's phone numbers or write them down. Yeah. You know, you had people's in your date, all of that, all that stuff, which I. I don't. I know my wife's number. I don't know my kids' numbers. You know, the other day I lost my phone, so I was calling my wife from a landline, <laughs> yeah. hoping she'd pick up to track me. She tracks me. I, I have that Life 360. Yeah. You can't get That's away another from another great thing. Well, is, is it? that one I, thing that you wish had never been? Yes. Been? <laughs> can't get you away can't from, hide from anybody. I can't get away from her. <laughs> How I, she knows? She knows to the point where if I'm passing a Chick Fil A, she'll be uh, she'll text me and say, "Give me some fries." You or know, just, she'll get in there. Don't right? even think about it. She, yeah, she'll that. do that. Yeah, yeah. Or, or yeah, or don't come in. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, really, that's uh, that's difficult. I had it once when I used to work at a barbecue place. This is like the line on Shark Tank. Uh, this girl was, uh, sweeping and we, we were short one broom or whatever. 
And the guy working there, his girlfriend's name was Sherry. And the other girl said, Sherry, your broom's ready. And he goes, take off. <laughs> Classic. <laughs> Classic. Uh, so, so when I saw that on Shark Tank, I immediately fought back to that. Anyhow. So would you say it would, it would be the, the smartphone? It's like maybe the I think best, in my generation, yeah, yeah or, or in my lifetime, the biggest invention is the smartphone. But, of course, that was only gotten because of the internet. Yeah. You know? But I think, what about you? Do you? Is there something? Because you do remember the smartphone coming Yeah, see, that was always kind of prevalent. You know, I'm, I, th- I don't think it's been invented yet. Oh, really? I don't think you the think? thing that's really kind of shocked me. Yeah. It might be this new AI stuff that's popping up. That scares me. It's, it scares me it scares too. the crap out of me. And it may be so scary that it becomes amazing. So Maybe. I mean, it. what I've learned over so many years, it's like uh, social media I hate. You know, you're going to promote this podcast on eight levels of social media. <laughs> yeah. I can't stand it. I mean, yeah. most of the time I see social media. My son sends me stuff on Instagram or I see people on Facebook. I'm like, why Why does anybody waste their time with this? I, hate, I absolutely loathe it. Yeah. However, I mean, young people like yourself love it. And I get it. And, I, you know, I think it's sucked uh you know the newspaper is no more and i think that's a yeah. really unfortunate all the, yeah. all those things i don't i don't like it and now with uh ai i just think where's it going it's like uh you can use it in many good ways a doctor can figure out eight diseases that might be wrong with you that he did, wouldn't have thought of otherwise or it can be used to fake the president giving a speech he didn't give well i think the thing about AI and I think it's it's based around a lot of things that have become popular now and it's just the level of convenience. Mm-hmm. I don't think that AI can do anything mm. that a human can't. Uh, uh, especially yeah. with like writing a speech. Right. The, somebody can sit down and write that speech. Yeah. Do you want to sit down of and course write not. that speech? <laughs> It'll take- or you know, we were talking about the other day somebody uh officiated a wedding. Yes. Like the the computer did it. Yes. A computer can do that, but a human can also. Yes, they just that's didn't right. want to have to pay a priest. Well, you're yeah. And you, it's kind of like the same thing with DoorDash or Uber mm-hmm. Eats. It's like you can go pick that food up. Well, see, I do. Yeah, and I'm bad about ordering about off not. DoorDash. Yeah, yeah. See that see I I'm I'm way too judgy. But if I see somebody like your age who yeah. has not that much money yeah. ordering off DoorDash, I think what are you doing? You know, I'm gonna be honest. Ever since I moved back in with my parents, my mom is like so anti door. Yeah. She's like, no, I don't want to see waste nobody pulling up to my driveway. Don't waste dropping the money you food on that. off. I was with one time uh, a girl who worked here, and now this, I'm wrong about this, but uh, she was 20 years old, and she had I was you know, basically looking at her little short shorts, and uh, <laughs> I was probably 40, and she was 20, and she yeah. had a she was complaining about no money. I heard her telling her friend, "I have no money, I have no money, I have no money," and she had but she had her cell phone in her back pocket, and she was constantly on it, and I was like, "Yeah, but you just paid a thousand dollars for this phone." Now you have to have the phone. Sure, yeah. I yes. think now I'm wrong about it's that. It's necessary to have it a is. smartphone. You, you absolutely yes. have to have. Otherwise, yeah. you just can't get it done. I yeah. just saw though that the actor Michael Sarah, you're a fan, love Michael Sarah. Yeah. Are you going to go to the Barbie movie? I'm thinking about it. He uh, well, I know. You, I'm gonna do the Oppenheimer Barbie double feature. You're doing that, yes. I hear a lot of people are doing. I'm, that. I'm gonna do that. Oppenheimer first. Yep. I'm gonna, no, edible first. Yep. Then Oppenheimer. <laughs> oh, you need that. Then I'm gonna go t- have a, have a lunch, and then well, I'm gonna come back and watch Barbie. I think you should have the edible for Barbie. <laughs> Don't you think? <laughs> no. See those graphic nude scenes. Oh uh, right, in Oppenheimer. Yeah. That'd be great. Yeah, 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 yeah. I hear they're doing graphic <laughs> nude scenes. Michael Sarah, who's in the Barbie movie, was they had a big group chat. He wasn't a part of because he still has a flip phone, and he's a young guy. Yeah, and he said he didn't want he didn't want to be part of the s- smartphone. That's one of the great things about being rich. 
Yeah, you can. That's you know right. what I'm saying? Because your assistant can do it yes, for you. Yes, exactly. You don't yeah. need. You don't, you don't need access to all that stuff. He can tell his assistant book me a dinner at the Palms yes. while I'm here on my flip phone well, and I, I look yeah. cool. And but, I need it so I can get directions to a place I've been 15 times. That's a good point. You know what I'm saying? That's a good I need point. That GPS. <laughs> yeah, uh, my son certainly <laughs> does. Uh, I just read this is about AI. Chatbots are now taking orders at McDonald's, Wendy's, Dunkin' Donuts, and White Castle drive-throughs. And the question is, are they going to do better than human beings eventually? I think it, it might be left to them eventually. Because the yeah. humans I'm going, when I go through the drive-thru, they're so, no, it's, it's awful. It's, it's, it's hard to get people yeah. who care about anything. Right. That's the thing. Well, they're, they're using that for that that technology, the chatbots. And it's gotten mixed reviews. Like some say, yeah, it's great. And some say, but they, they of course, they don't get tired. They don't go to the bathroom and they never make a mistake. The AI there. So it's going that direction for sure. Yeah. Let me give you this. I thought we'd end each podcast with a, uh, a fact you didn't know. I have three, in okay. fact. Facts yeah. you didn't know. You tell me how good this is. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're, you know, the only movie I've seen, by the way, uh, two movies on the same day, I saw Summersby and Groundhog Day on the same day. Back to back. I went Summersby, to- I've never even heard of that. <laughs> <laughs> that was what year did Groundhog Day come out? Ninety three. Was it okay? Yeah, uh, Ninety two, ninety. You know Groundhog Day? I love Groundhog Day. I just read that was the funniest movie ever made. Uh, somebody put it on the list as funniest movie ever made. I, I I would like to hear an argument for it. I don't agree, uh, but sure. Now I can't say it's the funniest, but it's really really good. I expected it like Summers be a lot better. That's a Richard Gere project. Yeah. Along with Jodie Foster, he uh, went off to the Civil War and uh, came home. Everybody thought he was dead. And then she noticed differences about him. So it was like, is it really him or not? Or yeah. someone that looked... Anyway, it's a decent movie, but I saw them back to back. I could never do the two movies back to back, Oppenheimer and Barbie, because I couldn't sit there that long. I did I did Manchester by the Sea and La La Land back to back. Oh my on God. On Christmas Day. Those are probably... Two of my favorite movies of all time. Yeah, Manchester was super depressing, and La La Land was. I hated La La. Land I know, and I too. loved it. Yeah, I, hated I, it. I think La La Land is the best movie of the 2000s. Snooze fest. Absolutely loved not. every second of it. I thought Ryan got. I thought both of them were amazing, yeah. and the ending I absolutely loved. I love La La Land, and I'm a guy, yeah. and I'm straight. Okay, I am. <laughs> but people say, oh "My God, you liked La La." And I people either love that movie or hate it. Yeah. I I thought it should have won the Oscar when they called it by accident. <clears throat> I was pissed that it didn't Cheering. win. I was so upset that because you were even more pissed when Moonlight won, right? Well, talk about a snooze yeah. fest. I tried to watch what that. What a great movie Moonlight oh my God. was. Okay, oh, my see, God. Insane. I thought that was I, – I couldn't get into that the at all. The acting in that movie was insane. I love Ama- La La Amazing Moonlight was. Uh, Manchester by the Sea is phenomenal. It is. Very underrated. Absolutely. Very underrated. It is so – you know what the great thing about that movie? Manchester by the Sea is one of the darkest – most difficult movies to watch, mm-hmm. and I think they intentionally titled it Manchester by the Sea because it's like a fun, it's yeah. like a vacation destination. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's a beautiful setting yeah. for an incredibly depressing movie. Well, it's like when I saw it, Casey Affleck was getting a lot of Oscar buzz, yeah. and then I was halfway through the movie, I'm like, dude, he's not doing anything. And then you finally like get to it, and you're like, oh, oh yeah, he oh actually, halfway through, he, he uh, oh, he's he amazing. killed that. Yeah, jeez, he. He had a quiet, like, he depression. He internalized yeah. everything, and yeah. I was like, hmm, that boy good. He got a little canceled after that, didn't he? He did, yeah. He said something to somebody. Uh, he uh, had been in trouble for hitting a girl or something so. yeah, like yeah, that, yeah. and he got canceled. Yeah. What do you think about the uh, Northwestern coach being ousted after? I just heard the- that he was gone. I didn't know if there was any edit. Well, they had a, a hazing issue at Northwestern. First, they said, okay, you just get two weeks suspension. The athletic director did. And he's a big name, Pat Fitzgerald. He's yeah. a big name at Northwestern, Northwestern and had done a great job at a school that's not good in football. Yeah. But um, 
after the two week suspension was given, people on social media was like, oh no, it's way more than that. It should be more than that. And then, and I have to credit, uh, apparently the student newspaper there said he should have known about what was going on and maybe he did know. And he probably, if everything I read later said he did deserve to be fired and they wow. fired, they, they got rid of him and he'll probably get another job because he is such in two or three years. Now this isn't going to be like a big paterno Sandusky type of thing. It's not well, actually uh, I did read one article saying there could be more underneath the surface. Wow. I don't know that for sure, but he wound up losing his job. And in this case, it appears that that is right. The All right, for a the crappy right football program. That sucks. Yeah. Well, his record for the last few years is four and 20. Yeah. And they, then no one had talked about firing him. And that tells you what kind of reputation. Maybe they should have been hazing him. Well, yeah, maybe. maybe they should have got him. What do you think? Track. I mean, in this day and age, see, Twenty years ago, you could have the argument: "Oh, hazing makes a man out of you." Now, you, yeah, they can't do you that. You don't do that anymore. No. That's all gone. That's a the generation gap between us. All right, here's something you did not know to end this podcast: calling someone a chicken makes absolutely no sense at all. Chickens are one of the bravest birds on earth. Facts. All right, yeah. Speaking, I, gr- of, I grew up with chickens. Yes, you they, did. They were just audacious <laughs> you, animals. You knew that already. Yes, you grew up with chickens. Yeah, I grew up in the suburbs with chickens, and they used to attack <laughs> my dad all the time. Did he was he one of those that got there? He got would ch- he would go get the eggs. Yeah, they were actually my brothers, but then yeah. my dad ended up taking care of them. He'd go get the eggs, and then as soon as he turned around, the big rooster would just run really? and peck his legs and stuff. And like were that. the eggs as good as you? Oh my gosh, amazing! Some of the best eggs ever. And you don't do? That. He doesn't do it anymore. No, no, no. This was I was a kid when this was going but on. Those eggs they say that they're it makes a huge difference. It's a big difference. If you can get some farm fresh eggs, do it. Get them. I say to wash them though because there's chicken crap all over. You can do that too. It doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> You're not a man who washes much of these. No, 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 no. I think it's a pretty good podcast. That's Absolutely. For, for the first one. I like it. So you're putting it on all these different platforms. I'm putting it everywhere. We're calling it the square and the round. Square and the round. Yeah. I'm the square, you're the round. That's me. Join us next week.